Welcome back to the Parents' Rights in Education podcast. We are a grassroots movement of millions of parents and allies standing together, speaking as one to protect children and ensure parents' crucial role in their child's education is protected. We come alongside millions of parents and allies and equip them to stand up for their rights by free trainings, membership, and community support. You can join this movement for free by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com. And hey, if you love the work that we're doing, please leave us a five-star review. Your review helps us get out our message and allows us to keep advocating for parents' rights. Thanks so much for being here. Let's get into today's topic. Hey, it's great to be back with you. Uh, Listen, let's start with the upcoming events. I'll be speaking at the Great Northwest Awakening on Saturday, October 21st. That's right around the corner in Ridgefield, Washington. Be sure you get your tickets now. And what about our Parents' Rights in Education Zoom calls every other Monday? Get updates from National and meet others across the country. Next call is Monday, September 11th. And please, please, please don't miss the free Parents' Rights in Education Zoom calls happening every Saturday. Now, these are training calls. And right now, the topic is how to win, how to win your school board election. So for more information on these and other events, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com. Go to the homepage and scroll down to events. So today we're talking about back to school. Oh my goodness. Probably my whole adult life I've been hearing that phrase. Back to school, back to school. Well, now is a perfect time to start a pre-affiliate in your school district. We need affiliates in every single school district. These folks are your points of contact. So this is how it works, guys. First, become a member of Parents' Rights in Education by filling out the form located under the Parents' at at top menu options, right at the top. And if you're already a member, hey, make sure you go to that membership and and update it uh, because there's some new stuff there you need to access. All of the affiliate groups are listed there and you can select which local group you would like to join. Now, if there's no affiliate in your school district, what do you think I'm gonna tell you next? Well, consider becoming one. It is simple. All you need to do is fill out the start and affiliate form located under the leadership top menu option. We will contact you with more information. And by the way, I just want to let you know, you don't have to uh, hold big meetings every month. You know, we're not holding your hand every step of the way. We're here to support you. Okay. Second thing I don't want to forget to make sure that you know you are invited to join Club 12 by 12. Now that means that you are making a $12 contribution every month to support our cause. In addition to the benefits, everybody who commits to Club 12 by 12 will receive swag. That's a lapel pin featuring our parent child icon. It ends here, a six inch car sticker, and a 12 by 18 inch, it ends here, flag. Those who give more are members too. Hey, parents and allies. Here at Parents' Rights in Education, it requires us to all do our part in protecting our children's education. That's why we created Club 12 by 12. For just $12 a month, you can sign up to become a Club 12 by 12 member and help us continue our work on training, informing, and empowering parents and allies to stand up for their rights. Being a Club 12 by 12 member gets you access to our exclusive monthly trainings, swag such as hats, t-shirts, buttons, a monthly newsletter, and more. But most importantly, being a Club 12 by 12 member means you are doing your part to protect parents' rights for one more day. 
To become a Club 12 by 12 member, visit our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com, and click Club 12 by 12. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com, click Club 12 by 12. Okay, so back to school. What does that mean for you? Well, PRE is headquartered in Oregon, as you probably already know, and for good reason. All things progressive usually happen here first, right? (laughs) Find out what's happening in your school district and take the offense. Opt out of curriculum, activities, and surveys. That's your number one on your checklist for back to school. Federal law allows parents to review curriculum and prevents schools from asking highly personal questions without parental consent. The Protection of Pupil Rights Amendment is an important tool for holding administrators and teachers accountable. This is not FERPA, Family Education Rights and Privacy Act, that, you know, public schools seem to always talk about, which protects students' privacy. It's even better. This is for parental rights. PPRA. Don't forget that. PPRA. It provides parents legal rights to review curriculum and in some circumstances to opt out of certain activities at any school that receives federal funding. Again, it's not the Family Education Rights and Privacy Act, FERPA. Curriculum, parents have the right to inspect any instructional material used as part of the education curriculum for the student. The parent who wants to exercise this right must request the material. The school does not have to provide access to the material without being asked first. That's the key, guys. You got to ask them. Schools have to disclose teacher training materials, which are designed to affect or direct student instruction also. And then how about these surveys that they give kids every fall? Without parental consent, schools cannot require a student to answer personal questions such as political beliefs or affiliations, mental problems or challenges, sexual behavior or attitudes, illegal antisocial self-incriminating or demeaning behavior, and the list goes on. If the school wants to distribute or administer a survey created by an outside entity, the parent has the right to review the survey first, along with any supplemental materials, including teachers' manuals. The parent must request this. The school does not have the right to provide copies without being asked first. Critically, this applies to all gender and race-related materials. Some school districts retain survey and data mining companies, which sell race-focused student and teacher surveys, data management tools, and training on systemic racism and oppression, white supremacy, implicit bias, gender issues, and intersectionality, often under the rubric of social-emotional learning. If parents are engaged and object, then none of this sort of material should be forced on children, period. But if parents are disengaged and silent, the PPRA and other laws are ineffective. We have to step up, guys. Parents can request information directly from their school district with something as simple as a letter or an email that says, under the protection of pupil rights amendment, I request the following, colon. That's it, guys. Just make that simple statement. And then... um, state what you want. Do you want to be opted out of um, specific activities or curriculum? Just tell them what you want. 
America First Legal has more information. A handbook detailing PPRA is available on their website. And if your rights have been violated, you contact them. AmericaFirstLegal.org. Now, how about vaccine mandates? Oh, that's coming up. It's no secret school districts are gearing up to enforce vaccine mandates. This is not new. You have the right to submit a completed medical or non-medical religious exemption form. So get a hold of that form and fill it out. Have it ready before school starts. Even if it's just started, it's, it's not too late. Now, where are they getting this? The Department of Health and Human Services. This is coming directly from the top. And they're not giving up. Even though, you know, COVID-19 isn't required, it's all those other vaccines they still want your child to have. And then there are the mask mandates. This is a caution to all parents as your children return to school. Be prepared. Be prepared to stand up for your rights when it comes to medical mandates. We all know the long-term harm masking is for kids. Not only are children breathing their own carbon dioxide, they are exposed to additional harmful bacteria populating their masks. And masking is a psychological stressor for children, disrupting learning. Overall, it is likely that masking exacerbates the chances that a child will experience anxiety and depression. So what's a parent to do? Well, don't go alone. That's rule number one. Join with other parents and start a pre-affiliate. If there's only three of you, that's enough. Take the free How to Give Testimony courses on our website. They're free on demand online. Give testimony at the first available school board meeting about your rights regarding medical mandates, access to information, and opt out of curriculum surveys. Upload the recording of your testimony at that school board meeting. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to see them. Put them on the free website, upload them right there, and we will publish them. Remember, we are millions of voices speaking as one. When we return, our Washington State School Board candidate, Corinne Jensen, will join me to discuss why she's running for school board and what back to school means for her family. Oh, and by the way, why the pre-candidate endorsement is important to her. Hey, parents, do you want to testify at your school board but aren't sure where to begin? Or do you want to run for your school board and need tips for how to win? We created a free training center for you. Learn how to effectively testify at your school board and how to win your school board election through our free courses available for you. In our courses, we provide step-by-step video instructions along with the quiz to make sure you really grasp the information. Some of the video instructions include how to testify at your school board in person and virtually, how to prepare your testimony, and tips for recording your testimony and sharing it, and more. In our course that teaches you how to win your school board election, we have video instructions for things like creating your campaign plan, managing a team, budgeting, how to debate effectively, and more. You are making an impact on your child's education, and we are here to support you. Join for free today by visiting parentsrightsandeducation.com slash login. That's parentsrightsandeducation.com slash login. Hey, Corinne, it's so great to see you today. Thank you for joining us on Parents Rights and Education. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're so excited to have you as our guest because I think you're the first uh, school board candidate that we've had on our show. So this is a big one. And we know that loss is going on in Washington State. As a matter of fact, 
um, I was um, contacted by um, a fellow in, gosh, in the East Coast, uh, who is a freelance um, journalist, and he wanted to know about the laws just passed in Washington State. Now, that's that's fantastic. Tell us about why you're running for school board. So I chose to run for school board in Moses Lake because I have noticed a lot of increase in violence and bullying. And I have uh, quite a few friends here in the district that have brought their concerns to me about their children not being safe at school. Oh, my goodness. Well, we hear a lot about safety in regards to uh, the LGBTQ uh, AI2 plus population, don't we? What are these kids experiencing that your friends are, are having concerns about? What are they experiencing? So the biggest, the biggest thing is that is actual weapons and violence happening at school and not, not, uh, no accountability. If the students bring a concern to staff or teachers, uh, they're not, their concerns are not being addressed. Um, and in specific circumstances, there have been reports of weapons being brought on campus and, you know, in a situation like that, I think the authorities need to be involved. And, and at this point, those students aren't being even questioned or approached. Hmm. So. so what kind of weapons are you talking about? Uh, firearms, knives. Actual, okay, firearms and knives. Mm-hmm. Okay. And are the parents uh, contacting the authorities? Yes, they have a couple of times. And uh, one of one of the specific parents that I spoke to just in recent weeks uh, told me that her her uh, response from the uh, police was to bring it up with the um, the school. Oh, and, okay, so they're deflecting responsibility back to the school. Mm-hmm. Is there an SRO officer at the school? Um, at this specific school, I'm not sure. That's not a question that I asked. I was just listening to this mother's story. Okay. Um, and it was it was a pretty lengthy story about her poor daughter that uh, she's just suffered quite a bit of bullying. And, um, and when she told me about the weapons that... Um, that were being reported. I mean, that just blew my mind. So. What do you think the school district, how can they improve in this situation? What do you think the school district should be doing? Well, I think every, it starts with every single report. You know, we can never be too careful in my opinion with all the school shootings and, and violence and bullying. And these, you know, these kids have suffered a lot in the last, you know, four years and um, they've gone through a lot you know, emotionally and socially. And I think that um, whether it's a credible threat or not, it still needs to be completely exhausted. We need to make sure that each of these concerns are are being met with mm-hmm. swift, you know, swift, swiftly. And it seems to me that based on the, the uh, parents, especially these two parents that I've spoken to recently, that those concerns are not being addressed at all. Mm. Completely swept under the rug. What does back to school mean for your family? What do you think about when it comes to back to school? 
a lot of organization. (laughs) (laughs) And definitely uh, preparing my kids, you know, for what if scenarios and, uh, you know, a lot of safety talk, talks about, you know, talk about where exits are and and what to do in fire, earthquakes, stuff like that. So I know that, um, you know, there is some education out there that kind of, you know, mulls that over. But um, my husband and I are very, um, we are advocates for emergency preparedness and um, that, you know, child safety and protection. So wonderful, wonderful. And so how many children do you have? Three. Three. (laughs) What are their, what are their ages and grades? Um, so, well, I don't, actually, my youngest is not in school yet, but, um, seven and 14. Okay. So you're a young mom. Yeah. My youngest is actually four. So. Wow. So this is a huge commitment for you. I applaud you. This will not, this will, this will be your, your main volunteer effort. Yeah. Being on the school board, there's a lot of required as school board members. I don't think we give them enough uh, respect oh, uh, for the for the level of commitment that it takes to do a good job. Right, and it appears to me that that you have a lot of empathy also for other parents, which is why uh, you will be an excellent school board member. Thank you. Yeah, really. Yes, listening to parents, what their concerns are, what's actually going on, uh, be you know, once their kids cross that threshold, what is happening in the school? So, is there are there any other reasons that you've decided to run? Well, yeah, um, one of the biggest reasons is uh, I was raised to fix problems that I had a complaint about, and that was you know, one of the number one values I was brought up with is you're not allowed to complain about it unless you're willing to fix it. And so I've, (laughs) I've experienced myself complaining for quite some time. And I figured, you know what, now is the time to fix the problem. I need to stop complaining and stand up and do something about it. Love that. Love that. So do you have a list that, that you're looking at thinking, are there, what are your top three issues that you'd like to address? So I definitely think that the violence and bullying is a huge problem, uh, especially in Moses Lake. I, it is not unknown throughout the community that we have uh, a problem here. And that definitely needs to be addressed. And I feel like just personally from listening to the parents within the district and other parents who have, you know, a bunch of kids is that um, it kind of starts with accountability and that there just really isn't any anymore. And so I would like to address that. And I think that the best way to, to address that problem is to create some sort of advisory board, a connection between the community and the board to better advise the board on how to implement new policy and uh, make it to where students and teachers and staff all feel safe and that there is some sort of justice for problems, punishments for others, um, and accountability. Because when, you know, when you make a mistake, it shouldn't just be swept under the rug. So we need to be able to have teaching moments and learning opportunities. Absolutely. That that's that can be a tall order at times and yeah. uh, making those choices. How, tell me about your race a little bit. Are are you running um, as a slate with other candidates? 
I am actually running with two uh, other women that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, very personally, I know these women. I've known them for a very long time. Uh, very uh, wonderful, two very wonderful women. Um, and they are very excited <laughs> um, also, which is is very excited. Uh, Carla Urias and Amy Breitenstein. And so, yeah, the hope is, is that the three of us will win and we can do some really great things together on the board. Wonderful. And I believe that Parents' Rights in Education has endorsed all three of you. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. How's your campaign going? What are you, what kind of feedback are you receiving? I know you've uh, had a, a booth at several events this summer. We have. Yeah, we so we have received amazing feedback from the community. Um, actually, all three of us have gotten really positive uh, reviews and just complete excitement throughout. Everybody that we've talked to is really excited about the three of us doing this, and um, they're just ready for a change. They're ready for um, they're ready for just something different, you know, new, fresh perspective. Um, people that can come in and kind of change things for the better, you know, our, our community, but our students really deserve that. They, you know, these students need somebody that will stand up for them and protect them. Absolutely. Well, sounds wonderful. And what is the date of the election? Is it November? Yep. November. I believe it's the uh, 7th. The 7th. Yeah. Okay. November 7th. Fantastic. Well, we wish you all the best. Uh, we'll be rooting for you. And as you know, we're doing a lot uh, with your campaign. We're posting on social media and everything. And I really think, you know, th- that it would be a good move to attend a school board meeting and give testimony, all three of you, yes. on this very important subject. Yes. And uh, let's get the word out. Yes, definitely. Terrific. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you for spending time with me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep up with everything we're doing, check out our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com and sign up for our newsletter. You can also join our movement for free by visiting our website, parentsrightsandeducation.com. To do your part in protecting parents' rights, you can become a Club 12 by 12 member by donating $12 a month. It takes all of us to make the change that we want to see. Thanks so much for listening. Talk soon.